0: Hello, everybody! Welcome to another episode of Chronicles of a Millennial. Today, I'm going to be letting you know that as a Capricorn, we are a very strong sign. Usually, people will tell that we are workaholics and we are very serious, and we are like literally the most boring sign of the zodiac. But I have to tell you guys that I completely disagree with that. I consider people from Capricorn to be very down to earth, yes, I agree with that with most of the astrologers out there, but obviously you have to take into account your moon sign and your Venus and your ascendant. In my case, my ascendant is Aquarius slash Capricorn, I'm not very sure some pages will say i'm an aquarius and some pages will say i'm a capricorn my moon is on virgo which means i'm super caring and people with a moon on virgo are super caring they're usually very uh eager to satisfy people they are very eager to serve they are very sensitive. They are great listeners. Sometimes they have a little bit of a so a low self esteem. But people with the moon on Virgo come to this world to be able to help others. Uh, then my Venus is in Aquarius, which means which means it's the way I love, and supposedly. Um, I'm a very detached person. I'm a all over. let's have fun person. I love to experience new things. I am a very sexual person. People with the Venus and Aquarius are very sexual. Uh, they are very... how do you say? They're very themselves, and they are they're super explorers. They like to try new partners. They are very attractive. Um, but at the same time, it's very hard for them to find someone that can keep their pace. Um, By being Capricorn, being an earth sign and being the sun sign, which is how I project myself internally, and then the moon sign its how, it's my emotions, how I project myself, the ascendant, sorry, it's how I project, not my emotions, but it's how I project myself to others, and then the moon sign being my emotions and Venus being how I love. Then there's like a lot of different mixings here. Um, uh, because I also read that I have my Mars, which is the way I my force and internal force, and sexually la la la, it's like in Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. So there's like a lot of things in me (laughs) if we talk about astrology, uh, but I do have to disagree with the people that actually um, consider Capricorn to be uh, a very boring sign. People who are born in Capricorn usually are the 22nd of December until the 19th of January. Some other people say it's until the 20th. Uh, We are actually the rebels of the earth signs. We are actually the fun ones of the earth signs. We're not as crazy as Taurus. Taurus people are very, well, they are like the Venus, the planet of love. They are like uh, ruled by Venus, which is the planet of love. So they're usually more like extremely nurturing and appreciate beautiful things. But at the same time, they're very... stubborn and square side and Capricorns were more creative we are rule of Saturn which is the most beautiful planet of them all with all the rings but it's also the planet of karma so we are usually one of the signs with Pisces and Aquarius that have most of the the oldest signs that we come with like thousands of lives after before us so we are very, uh, we are cardinal signs, which are like the, the main signs. Then we have the fixed signs. In earth signs, it's Taurus. And then we have the mutable signs. The mutable, which is the Virgo. Um, honestly, uh, for what I read and how I know all my Capricorns out there, we usually are very shy. So sometimes we come out to the world as being like, snobbish or like being uh not very friendly but once we come and feel like comfortable with the people we are around we are the most fun people ever i don't know how many of you guys have capricorn friends but we are very loyal we are like i think one of the most loyal signs in the in the zodiac in astrology Uh, when we like someone, we like that person, we are a little bit flirtatious, we like the attention, it's not true that we are like, I don't know, usually they paint Sagittarius and Libra and Aries to be like, wow, they're like super cool, like Leo and Capricorn and Boring and Scorpio is crazy. No, it's not like that at all. Like Cancer or Pisces, super sensitive. I know a lot of Pisces are super cold, and I know a lot of Cans. I know a lot of Pisces are super cold, and I know a lot of cancers that are zero emotional. Like they can totally blue I mean, blow you up and then completely get cold and don't talk to you ever again. So. It depends a lot, obviously, on the person, but overall, all the people that I know from Capricorn are extremely sensitive people and extremely friendly. And although we do like to get along and we do care about our social status and we work hard and we are like the goat who can go like very, very, very high, like the goat, but we are half fish, half a siren. So we can go very deep into deep, deep, deep places and that sometimes it's a characteristic of us because we can get very depressive and that's something that all my fellow Capricorns, we know each other, we can get into very dark places. But as we grow up, we start, we're very analytic so we are very analytic with ourselves too. So we start understanding that we are, we are we are who we are and we start accepting us and we start analyzing and we start getting rid of trying to come uh, trying to please people trying to be there for I mean it's good to be pleasing and it's good to be there for people but we become more selective so i think for all the people that think Capricorns are boring and all these astrologers that Paint us as like the Capricorn women. It's very hard. Na, na, na. That's not true. We're extremely fun. We are the last one to leave every club every Saturday night. We can be a little bit lazy sometimes and jeopardize a lot. And I know you all Capricorns are listening to me right now. You are totally agree. You are totally agreeing with me. But whenever we had a goal. And whenever we want something, and whenever we like what we do, we put all our energy into it, and we thrive. That's Capricorn. I put this song right now, the last song, because as I was telling you guys before, I was going through a breakup, and little by little, I started feeling better. I did start therapy, and I recommend everybody to start therapy, but to a point. Because this is what happened to me. I was talking to my therapist and I was trying to forget about all this resentment and all this hate and all this trying to understand that at the end of the day you cannot make someone love you. You cannot force someone to be with you. It's not their fault if they start not feeling everybody. It is their not feeling you. It is their fault if they communicate their, their feelings in the in a cruel way, in a cruel way, or in the wrong way, like my ex did, who came to my house and like throw me like a t-shirt, like a dirty t-shirt to the to the to the garbage. Like okay, I wore you a thousand times, and bye, boom, to the t-shirt, uh, to the trash can. But it's not up to. It's not. It's up to us how we transform that negativity into positivity and how we transform that energy of resentment, of hating or anything into positive things that are going to become and get us better outcomes. And not only you have to think uh, that the person is no longer in your life, you actually need to want the person to not be anymore in your life. The moment you get into that, the moment you get to the to the position that you don't want that person anymore in your life, then you that's the moment that you're gonna be feeling free, that you're gonna be free, that you're gonna actually be ready, that you're gonna actually take this person out of the, of your heart. It's very hard, to, it's easy to say it, it's very hard to feel it, it's very hard to actually look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I, I actually don't want this person in my life. But there's sometimes a little bit of a hope, more if you're the person that was dumped, because uh, you weren't ready, because you weren't expecting it, because you were still in love, because the other person cut you out of your life, because the 30-day rule didn't work, because uh, you watch all this video from Matthew Husey and here and Jason and this and that and this person and all the girls around and all the best tips and nothing worked. That's the moment when you have to understand that it's within you to understand that the person is gone. And the person who wants to stay will stay and will choose you every day. And if the person thought that there's something much better out there, it's not fair for you. Obviously, we all know they're going to regret it. But just make sure that whatever happened to them, it's their problem. It's not your business anymore. It's not your life anymore. You just have to take care about what's happening within you. And you just have to understand and want that person to not be with you anymore. And for example, let's just say we're friends and you're telling me why you break up with your, with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. What do, what, what your friends say? They tell you, Hey, honey, what, what if a friend comes to you and tell you, Hey, I broke up and this and that tells tells you your story. You, what would you say to them? You will say them, Oh my God, you're free. You finally took, got rid of that a-hole. The same applies to you. You do have to understand that you get rid of someone that wasn't sure that the way he, f- like what he had to offer, what she had to offer, what wasn't real. The way he made or she made you feel about yourself, that was real, and that other people can make you feel good about yourself. And try to identify if it's the person you actually miss, or it's the being on a relationship. It's being with someone. It's being having a best friend, having someone to trust. But if it's actually the person, because I do think that a person that leaves your life, it's because he wasn't 100% committed with you. He didn't feel the same way. There's always someone that loves more. And I'm not saying like in the next relationship it has to be the other person that loves you more, but it has to be balanced. And if you gave too much next time, it's much better for, to start from Down to top, that to go from top to down. Usually, some guys tend to start all excited about you and all crazy, and then three months pass the honeymoon stage and then start like declining. Better to start like a little bit slower and as friends and chilling and not giving yourself so much, being a little bit mysterious. The same for guys, and then start little by little growing the relationship. The reason why I talk to my therapist was because I was, like, really having all this thought in my, in my mind, trying to, like, as, analyze myself. And I actually felt like it was a little bit more, like, fun to go out with somebody and, I don't know, get distracted. Sometimes it's cool, you know. I'm not saying, uh, you know, uh, a needle will take off another needle or whatever you say in English. Uh, Clau saca otro clavo, en español, in Spanish. But I'm just saying that sometimes it's good to distract. And she was like, no, you know, you need to heal yourself, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then start start telling me things about, take off what you feel, and and then all these feelings of resentment, of hate, of like bad feelings towards my ex. We and bloomed again and I was like in a much better state after I spoke to her today I'm again good but I realized that I feel like I don't need therapy the therapy I know it's to be with my friends to have fun and to go meet other people and that's going to be the best way to forget about him because he definitely didn't come back didn't approach me back he knows it's the second time we broke up He knows I'm not gonna be there. Even if he tries, even if he's not trying, whatever he's thinking, I don't really need to care. That's why I'm telling you the same advice. Whatever he's thinking or whatever she's thinking, it's not your business anymore. Your business is to take care of yourself, and I know this is very cliche, but me and you, you and I, we're going through the same. So you need to like concentrate in yourself, Try new stuff, concentrating more your work. Honestly, to start this new job, I started a new job as a marketing manager in a very good company, and actually, it was my best therapy because, like, I was super, and I'm super concentrating this, trying to thrive, trying to be successful. I would love to get married. I would love to have kids. Uh, I would love to, to have a family. And I'm not saying unfortunately I don't have it now. I just think the time it's not the right time. Whenever I'm ready, whenever I work on myself, whenever I'm complete alone, then I'm sure I'm gonna meet the person. There's a reason why I haven't met it yet. Maybe it's because there's some tiny little things about myself that I still need to work on in order for that person to enter my life. So, failed relationships always, we have to take, take them actually as yes, not failed the relationship. We have to take them as lessons as ways of making ourselves better and what we can improve, you know, if we didn't have patience, if we had too much patience, if we put him, him first, if we put, her, if we put her first, then we have to put ourselves first, because we always have to have a life besides the person we're with. And that's something everybody's going to tell you. That's something everybody will tell you. Everybody tells everybody. And toxic relationships are the worst. The only thing I really appreciate about my ex-boyfriend is he broke up with me and he cut the content. And I cut the content. We never spoke again. And that's healthy. People who come back and stories and like he did the the first time we broke up. And then he broke up with me again. I was like, a very toxic attitude. You know, like once you're brave, well, you, you know when a relationship it's, doesn't have a coming back, when you lost trust on the person. And when you get to a moment when you lose trust on the person, that's when the relationship needs to be done. And that's something really hard to tell yourself because usually like, we do not want to realize that the relationship is no longer a relationship. And we continue bringing the ghost into our life the melancholy, the memories, the everything, because it's everywhere, in every restaurant, in, every, in my house, in like, with my friends, with this and that. But you know what? I'm sure some of the people that are listening to me, this is not your first love, this is not your first breakup, and you survived, and you fell in love again, and you met someone else, and that person came into your life, and it was happy, and you're going to continue have to kiss, hissing frogs before finding a priest and the prince is charming so do not worry about that try to concentrate in life whatever it's positive Try to go out with your friends if you don't have friends seriously suppose in capricorns we are really shy and we don't like and we're very like uh, you know very like uh, in our own little world and yeah sometimes i need to disconnect and i don't talk to people for like two days because i'm very like my own world but we are very, very, for example, very sociable persons, very sociable, like, and whoever sign, whichever sign you are, just go get out of your comfort zone, go meet people, I was so upset to live in Miami, hello, I live in Miami, who can be upset of living in Miami, I was miserable, I wanted to move out, and then I realized that I was miserable, because I was miserable, it wasn't the place, it was me, then, and the people I was surrounded by, they were like, not the right crowd so i went out i started making friends i went on trips by myself meet new people got out of my comfort zones and i know it's not easy because we all work and whatever but if you cannot make a trip by yourself and meet people and do eat pray love then go to new places try to make new people maybe change your job look for new opportunities uh, go to places that you wouldn't be, uh, enroll in a class of yoga, talk to the people that work there, enroll in a class of piano, enroll in a class of like running a marathon, go to the gym, make new friends, make new people, change your circle, circle, take a course, I don't know, something that is not online that you can interact with people and you will start, I don't know, volunteer uh, to take dogs out on a shelter. to take care of cats, to take care of children, to take care of elderies, Make things that will make you feel better about yourself and who you are and will make you be sure that all the values that you have of a person and not depend on someone to tell you, hey, you are worth it or you are not. So that's my advice for you and that's my today, today episode and I hope it works for you because it's working for me and I'm sure if it's working for me, it's because it's going to work on anyone. Depression—it's something that, whenever we touch, 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 touch the darkest, darkest, darkest bottom, it's up to you to bring to lift us up, like the phoenix. We have to be reborn from our like ashes, you know. And the only way we're going to be able to do that—it's by definitely giving us the value we deserve. And how we give us the value we deserve by doing things that will make us feel full. So thank you very much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day, guys. Love ya.